Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, Crack fans. We are live here at the 2023 Phoenix Challenger, where I am joined by a first-round champion here in Phoenix and a returning guest now on our Cracked Interviews podcast, a man you know best as Emil Rusevori. Emil, congratulations on your victory today. Let's just start there. What worked out so well for you against Carveas Baena? Yep, thank you. Um, well, I mean, uh, I started feeling better last week in uh, in Indian Wells with my game, and then I was able to broad, broad like bring it back today again on the on the court. And it's very slow conditions here. Uh, the balls are very very slow. The court also they painted it from last year, and it's very very slow. <laughs> so um, yeah, the first set they felt like uh, I had played already for a couple of hours. It was, but then in the in the second I was able to come in more and keep the points a little bit shorter. So that was uh, that was good. Mm-hmm. And for you, I'm curious overall this season. You mentioned you've refound your confidence at Indian Wells. You look at the numbers for you now with this win today you're back to eight and eight overall on the season I know that's 500 now not necessarily what your expectations for yourself would be but when you look at your level here in 2023 I'm curious how would you say you are playing here now as we approach you know Miami next week yeah I mean uh, obviously it wasn't the greatest start Um, just uh, you know it's just a slow slow start this year and uh, that's uh, that's what what happens? Uh, it was a long break actually from from matches. Uh, so I last tournament was in Paris, and then I then the next one was the first week of the year. So there was a long time that I'm not not used to. So uh, <laughs> sure. so it took some time to build it back again. And then I had a well, I would say, great Davis Cup. Also already in Australia, I think I. I started playing much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, just lost to Rublev, then that uh, yeah. that that can happen. It doesn't matter how you, how well you play. Um, but, but then, yeah, great Davis Cup. Then I I, I felt like I, I was getting getting back at it. Then tough tough couple matches, and then uh, uh, then yeah, I, I felt we were just able to work on right, the right things and uh, just kind of get it together a little bit in the walls. And then like the, then it's a couple points here and there. Uh, I mean, already against the uh, the first round against Lesti and I was he had a break point at four all, and then you never know how how it goes. But I was able to focus on the right things and uh, get a couple of wins, and just uh, you know, then you then you feel a little bit more comfortable. Yeah, well, to that extent of feeling comfortable is that why you're playing phoenix this week for fans that don't know indian wells still going on but this phoenix event a new atp trial run in atp 175 in between indian wells and miami i know this event has been on the calendar before but is the point of playing this for you just to get more match play under your belt you know what brought you to phoenix here this week well i mean of course i would have liked to stay in Indian wells uh, <laughs> Uh, it was a very tough match with uh, Svera, but uh, very good match. But then we just, uh, you know, you need to. It would have been around ten days without competing again, um, and we thought about it. But then um, I felt like, well, um, 
playing a little bit better now and just uh yeah why not to get a couple more competing matches and see how it goes before going to miami so that's what we decided and of course it's a i mean the list of players this week and it, it's uh tough to call it a challenger i mean it's a, it's a it's a great great guys here and uh but yeah just to get a couple couple more matches and before miami and you know it's uh, like matches like this it's all, always better than uh, than practicing you know? mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm curious watching you play, and you wouldn't know this, but our listeners know, big fan of your game. Try to bring you up whenever possible. How you hit the forehand is particularly compelling to me, the open state. It's just, it, I'm a fan, yeah, needless thanks. to say. And, you know, I am curious, though, because looking at your resume, see how I, I did all of this because I'm going to say something mean next. That was all just a warm-up here yeah. for you. The biggest thing when I'm looking at your record over the last 52 weeks, the past year, because you have in the past year reached a new career high inside the top 50, and you're currently sitting, I think, right around 55 in the rankings. It feels like you've steadied a little bit in terms of, okay, the ATP level is for you. What I'm curious is when I look at the record, I think it's 3-12 and 12 over your last 52 weeks against top 20 players specifically. You mentioned the Zverev match at Indian Wells. I watched that one, and again, it felt like you were right there. And yet, I'm curious for you, why do you, you know, again, obviously they're very good tennis players, but what do you think is the difference between those top 20 guys, and what do you have to do in your game to, you know, again, get through that threshold, I suppose? Yeah, I mean, I will say last year it was very good. Like, I yeah. got the uh, best ranking so far and of course like the mm -hmm. i would say it was like a very steady year but of, like you say there like the say there was not not like a wow moment not one like sure. I, I wasn't there with the one big tournament it yeah. was just the, the whole year and that was probably what was like when you want to get to the top 20s and top 30s top 20s you need to you need to do better in the big tournaments sure. go i mean have one of those couple of those tournaments that you just uh, beat the couple of the best players in the world and uh, I mean that, yeah that, I mean that's for sure the next goal but uh, it's also like like last week I will say just getting back to the you know doing things right and focusing on your game and uh, then yeah I was very close I mean I would say mm -hmm. that was a very good in, uh, week in that sense I mean you need to get to those moments to to be able to win them then to know better what to do and mm -hmm. it's just playing those couple points better, the okay. the ones that matter, the break point of four all. I mean, that's the point that matters the most. <laughs> sure. And just being a, a little bit more free and doing the right thing and try to like bring out the absolute best at that point. And that's the, the mm -hmm. that's really what when the basics are there. That's the that what makes makes the difference. So, no, absolutely. Yeah. You know, the last time we spoke at Cincinnati, I believe we talked about your improvement and how much you focused on your movement specifically to get yourself to where you feel comfortable keeping pace with these guys and their weapons. Looking at the numbers, the next thing that indicates to me would be the serve. And I'm curious because you break serve pretty comfortably. Yeah, I, I, if you don't mind me saying, I feel like you're pretty good, regardless of the server, of putting that return in play. Is the serve something you're focused on as you move forward, not just through 2023, but moving forward? You know, again, developing that big weapon. Is that the next step for you? Yeah, for sure. And I would say overall, just like holding serve. Sure. Uh, it's a, of course, serving better helps, but uh, just... Uh, just holding serve more regularly and just keep like keep holding and then you, I mean that because that's against the best players what you need to do I mean you need to get to the four walls five walls and then see how it goes and um, that's where, where the sets are then decided so yeah just uh, overall of course the, get more free points with the serve, but just also managing the service game better. Yeah, so that's it. just to expand on that and I apologize I'm gonna let you go here soon I promise but um 
service game itself. How much of that is focusing on straight up the serve, the second serve, and versus knowing your combinations? Because you talk about managing the service game. If you look at a plus one forehand, I feel pretty good about where that point's going to go. Is it about, you know, again, working on those patterns? And what are those patterns for you that you're developing in your service game? Yeah, I mean, it also changes a lot uh, about the conditions. Let's okay, say here, sure. it's, uh, I mean, it's very difficult to get the, mm -hmm. the free points with the serve. I mean, maybe... Berrettini and guys like this, sure. they can try to go for it, like uh, they can get with just the pure power, but it's uh, very, very difficult. Uh, so it's kind of here, it's more about like, yeah, you open the court and then you go try to take the forehand, like you said, and come come in or uh, stuff like this. But then if it's a little bit faster, you try to maybe risk it a little bit more with the, with the serve. And but overall, yeah, it's just getting... More power and more accurate that I mean that's the uh, and then doing more consistent. Yeah, uh, no, I easy, love to easy, hear. easy to say, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I believe you can yeah. do it. Well, then my last two questions for you: A, I'm curious on the flip side of that, you've now you know last year I think you made your first clay court ATP quarterfinal. I know you made I believe one on grass courts as well last year. And see, I am a scholar of Emil yeah. I'm not making it up as I go. What is your biggest strength right now, in your opinion, as you compete with these fellow top 50 players? Like, what is the thing on court that you feel, I know I can do this well? Well, I mean, I would say, especially last week, it was also a little bit slower there. I felt like I was able to, like, uh, I feel like I can keep up with anybody with the physicality, with the movement, with the, and then I can try to go with my strengths. Um, you know, the backhand is always try to... Mm -hmm. Just keep it so it's difficult to hurt in the slow conditions and then just go with the, try to get the positions to hurt with the forehand. And that's, you know, if uh, I feel comfortable in the backhand rally, but that's, it's, uh, you don't really, can't really crush it there, but just uh, sure. then you get the forehand down the lines, inside out, inside ins, and that's uh, that's where I feel like I can really, really hurt. Mm -hmm. and then True story, I've never seen you miss two backhands on two points consecutively. Yeah. I've seen you miss two backhands, yeah, but never yeah. two points in a row. Yeah. That's not how you're going to roll. Well, then my final question for you as we move here in 2023. To your point, you've cracked the top 50 in your rank. You've done that. You know, what? Do you have any immediate goals here in 2023? What are the things you are trying to accomplish here this season? Well, actually, like uh, after the first few weeks, I mean, we just kind of went back to the things that we really, especially before Indian Wells, like just what do you need to do to play better tennis, fo really focus on yourself on the, what do you need to do to play the best possible tennis? Not really, it doesn't matter the score or whatever, but just trying to do the best thing in every every point. And I felt that that also helped help help me and uh, but yeah, I mean now just keep doing that. I'm I'm sure the scores will follow, but. I mean, yeah, the the first title is always there. Yeah, yes. uh, it was close last year, but uh, I mean, that's that's there. And then just, yeah, I mean, the big tournaments are also that just yeah. keep building and trying to get the better results there. Yeah, I love to hear. Well, yeah. we do a podcast at the start of every season where we offer our predictions for the year. And one of my predictions was that Emil Rusevori captures his first title this that's season. Nice so no pressure, <laughs> you know, again, but I'm a yeah. believer for what it's worth. I know there are many out there in the tennis world yeah. as well. So Emil, thank you so much for taking the time to chat no with worries. us. Thank Absolutely. you. Good luck this week. Yeah, thanks.